0: Once again, to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Reverend James of Fultconjure.com in North Carolina, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjureman of conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we welcome a special guest, Mama E of conjuredoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us today's topic on... Finding Real Love. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of voodoo conjurer root work as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodoists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts,
1: Catherine Ironwood and Conjure Man. Ms. Cat. Kat? Hello, Reverend James. Um, so, uh, let me ask you, just, you know, a little rundown. What's been going on in your part of the world with you and Reverend Art?
0: Yeah, so um, we have gotten a whole new set of... Um, Candle molds. So we're going to be adding about another 20 candles to our candle uh, shop at Etsy, and uh, soon to be on our website. Uh, that's folkconjure.etsy. Uh, com. And uh, also, uh, I don't know of most some people, especially those from that listen to me from the uh, Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places, uh, you know that my computer is in the kitchen upstairs, and I have this lovely aroma of garlicky buttery sourness coming from a fresh batch of kimchi that i'm making so that's pretty much what's going on with me
1: wow (laughs) okay that sounds pretty good well um i guess all i have to say is we've had a wonderful week uh with a few little bumps in the road uh, but it's been pretty good um once those horrible windstorms were over, we were able to assess the damage. We found more damage. <laughs> the, yeah. Another tree Uh-oh. came down that we hadn't even noticed behind our tool shed, but it just kind of didn't quite completely obliterate the tool shed. So we, that's going to need taking away, and then the damage underneath will have to be assessed. Um, <sighs> but we're, all, we're done with all of that. It's a beautiful sunny day. And um, uh, so, you know, that's how it is in in wonderful land, (laughs) California. Biggest thing for us this week was the release of the Dragon Money page, which was released um, in time on Tuesday in time for yesterday's um, uh, Year of the Dragon, the Lunar New Year, a festivity, which is a two-week festivity. It starts at the new moon. And then it lasts until the full moon, when the Lantern Festival happens. Well, you know us. We're not going to let two weeks go by without constantly adding more to the page. So the page is at your weight and fate, and um, forward slash Dragon Money. But the easiest way to go there is just go to your weight and fate. Y o u r f a excuse me w a t e A-N-D-F-A-T-E dot com. Your weight and fate, and weight is spelled W-A-T-E. And then you'll see a bunch of stuff. Galleries open to the public. Just click on the text underneath where it says Dragon Money. You don't have to get the whole URL over the radio. And um, we have so many Dragon Coins. But since we already went live with this on Tuesday, we've already added more Dragon Coins, more text, more stuff. It's going to go on for at least two weeks, and I'm trying to add at least one coin per day um, with more text. Dragon coins have exploded as lucky tokens, just exploded. And we had no idea that they were going to be this big in 2024, because in 2012, there were a lot of good dragon coins. And in 2000, you know, there were some good dragon coins. It was pretty nice. But 2024 is not just the year of the dragon. It's the year of the dragon coins. And every nation, every mint is putting them out, and they're all trying to get them you know, out into the Internet during this two-week period. And they'll be valid all year, but this is the inauguration period for Dragon Money. So if you're unaware of it, and this is the first time you've heard about it, you might want to go catch it. A lot of it has to do with good luck, um, um, honesty, bravery, that's the, you know, ideas of the dragon, but also this year numerologically works out to an 8 and 8 is good for business success in Chinese numerology and so there's an awful lot of that going on. All right, the other thing I have to announce is that um we have a winner for our February 9th Facebook Fridays giveaway and this was Mandy Pandy. And she has won the Seven Circles of Pleasure Love Oil Sampler Pack, which consists of seven oils, uh, Adam and Eve Oil, Come to Me Oil, Dixie Love Oil, Kiss Me Now Oil, Fire of Love Oil, Love Me Oil, and Marriage Oil. And These are all handmade by us at Lucky Mojo, and we give away a new prize every Friday. So if you haven't signed up, gone to Facebook, to the Lucky Mojo uh, little account there, and sign up on Friday. You haven't had a chance to win. We've been giving these prizes away since 2014. Congratulations, Mandy Pandy. You won a big prize. And please respond to the message from the Lucky Mojo Facebook page that we have sent you. Send us your mailing address. Do not send us your credit card. Do not fall for scammers or phishing scams. They, they try to come in on these just if you are Mandy Pandy, Give us your mailing address. That's all we need. We don't need anything else. All right. So that's what's new around here. Oh, and the Dream Book Project. Can I just mention the Dream Book Project if I can get a minute on that? Um, Yeah. So every week we've been, and by we I mean me and Nagashiva, my husband, um, scanning and writing up one antique dream book from my rather Extensive collection of antique dream books. Don't even ask. Okay, there's too many of them. They're all in. They're all over. They're in stacks and boxes. Um, I've been buying them since ever. So we scan one, and then I do a run through of the contents. So this week was the Queen of Gypsies, fortune teller and dream book, published by Wayman Brothers in 1922. And that has a cover on it. And you can go find it at any of our social media outlets, uh, Instagram or Facebook or you name it, for Lucky Mojo or for me or for any of the other uh, companies that we're associated with. And um, and that dream book is, has a picture on it of a young woman uh, consulting a woman who's dressed as a Roma gypsy. And in the background there is a tent with gypsies, a man and a woman, um, camped out in the woods, very 19th century looking. And this woman is having her palm read, which is a typical trope of gypsies, but there is a little section on palm reading in the book, but it's really a dream book. But the big surprise was it was signed H.C. Rost, and H.C. Rost was a well-known 19th century engraver, and by 1922 he was kind of toward the end of his career. He was in older life. I don't know that he was, I could find him in the 1930 census. Big shout out to Jeremy Weiss for allowing me to look through census um, stuff at Ancestry. Um, thank you, Jeremy. And uh, so, but H.C. Ross was an engraver who did a lot of of art and was a printer in uh, New York. So I went down an almost full day um, rabbit hole trying to find out who this guy was. And it will eventually appear on a webpage with all of the dream books. We're on dream book number 13, and that's one-fourth of a year. And at the end of the year, we will have 52 dream books, and they will become a web page with much more data. And um, I hope to continue pretty much for the rest of my life scanning a dream book a week until I run out of dream books. So if you like dream books that are antique, that are ancient, that are weird, (laughs) um, they're all going to be here eventually. Uh, It'll all make sense um, probably when I put out my own dream book. So, all right, that's it for for what's going on at Lucky Mojo. How about you, Contraband? What's going on at your world?
2: Things are, are going quite well. Um, I'm I'm doing a bit of light house cleaning and altars. I've done so much love work over the past couple of weeks uh, and gearing up for coming Valentine's Day that uh, I've got pink wax just sort of all <laughs> over the altars. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, they look quite beautiful and the omens that we've been able to see in these have been very beautiful uh, and all indicating pretty good stuff for my clients getting good responses from clients, people who are uh, getting asked out for Valentine's Day, people who are asked be my Valentine's, people who are having plans after having spent several uh, years being alone on Valentine's Day. So things are working in that direction. But today was really sort of the cleanup uh, before I start doing some more work on Monday. Um, so I've been I've been sort of scraping up a little bit of the wax and melting and whatnot. So it's been it's been nice playing with some pink wax today. But overall, it's been really fantastic the past couple of weeks doing some love work. A couple reconciliation cases that that uh, have been going quite well. One in fact, uh, just this past Friday, uh, received word from their ex that they'd like to see them on Valentine's Day. So we'll see how that goes. Fingers crossed, but the omens are looking quite quite good in that
1: regard. It's fascinating. You know something interesting? Although obviously love work is very important in in to all readers and all root workers. I'm still stuck in the the job people <laughs> from last interesting. week. <laughs> interesting. I mean, yeah, there have been a few, um, but actually, I've been doing an awful lot of of uh, recommendations of amulets and talismans and how to get them and where to get them made and relocational astrology for jobs. And, and um, yeah, it's um, it's been still a lot of that for me. That's just one of those things. Today we're having a show on love work, which is great. And we try to do that every year around Valentine's because people really, you know, it means a lot to people to embark on new love work. So I want to welcome mama e to the show hi mama e welcome Welcome. hi
3: dad hi conjure man hi everyone i you know very happy to be here
1: and yeah, well thank uh, you
3: talking about love again
1: <laughs> yeah tell us tell us what's been happening at your place your uh, company for the last you know since the last time we saw you anything new anything different
3: well, uh, we survived the the water and the floods and uh, everything, and even the earthquake. We had like <laughs> several little earthquakes uh, down here in Southern California, um, and I I live a little far away from the shop. And one day I was at home and it was shaking here too. So uh, it's like mm. the whole world is shaking and you know rolling and whatever, flooding. But, you know, business is fine. After the holidays, it's like everyone changes gear. Uh The first couple of weeks, people are like, okay, do I have money now uh, after <laughs> Christmas? And then they start ordering again. And like like Conjurman said, uh, love, 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 you know, new love. I want love. Give me love. I wanna to get together again with my love and it's just all different versions of love spells. So it's been you know, it's been fun. Um actually the photo I sent for the program it's a spell that I did. So it has been it's been booming and, and moving and shaking. So yeah. It's, it's a How good interesting. month. It's also my yeah, it's also my birthday month. So I really enjoy February. So,
1: yeah. Oh, happy birthday! Thank That's you. right. I remember. I, I remember. You know, you and I are are about the same age. Happy it's birthday! a little yeah. ahead of me.
3: Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. I hope it's a lucky. I hope it's a lucky year because he has sevens in it. So yeah, um, you
1: know. <laughs> well, there, this is this year. I have a good feeling about this year. Um, I just feel like that when you come around. I'm I'm a big follower of the um uh, Chinese calendar mm-hmm. too. Just you know, raised in California, you can't avoid it. Um many Cantonese Chinese here when I was a kid mm-hmm. um and you know, the the um the Chinese New Year festival in San Francisco is the biggest um uh, one in North America. So it's, you know, people come from all around to see it if they can't go to China. So um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so to me, it's a it's part of my my tradition, I guess you could say, my local yeah. tradition. And the year of the dragon is always uh, a hopeful year, a good year. So I'm wishing well for everyone and get, yeah. get your dreams to come true, whether it's for love, for relocation, for improvement of health, for a for a job. That's what I'm really looking for. But well, we're going to talk yeah. about finding real love. So this is for yeah. people who have not had love recently or not real love. And I'm going to just give a shout out goes out to uh, she dated somebody that she met on the internet and we're at the stage of restraining orders now. Oh. So <laughs> okay, I'm I just you know, we have cameras out. We have it's bad. Um so Finding real love is what everyone wants to do. And nobody should ever have to worry about trying to find love and end up with some insane person, right? right? So one of the first things I want to say before we go to, like, it's a blank field and only true lovers will come to me. And my only thing <laughs> of to worry about is vacancy. And I will just, this true love will come, just I just got to put a hand up here and say, protect yourself first. (laughs) Protect yourself. We are burning destruction candles, court case candles, and fiery wall of protection candles right now. Because when a beautiful Mm -hmm. young woman looks for love, sometimes evil comes out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about a guy who is not good. So... I know that was a weird way to start this, but I'm it's so close to home right now. Before you look for love, make sure you're protected and don't make a protection so strong that no one can come through the barrier. But make a kind of filtered protection. I like fiery wall of protection. You can put little crosses or Xs on every window and every door and say, "Net, let no one enter." Who does not have only the best thoughts for me, the greatest love, the most kindness, and the best intentions, and let all others not be able to cross this threshold or look through these windows. Okay? That's just... Now, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mommy. We're going to go to the more optimistic side, but I just Mm -hmm. had to say that.
3: Well, actually, you uh, viewed the situation from another angle, which is not uh, redundant because not only do we have to use common sense and be cautious because, I mean, I think a lot of people have done Internet dating. I've done Internet dating, Mm -hmm. but you have to be very careful. I'm like an FBI agent. When I see somebody, I go around on the Internet and check them out, and you know, find out if their name is real, if their house is real, I mean, I do because mm-hmm. you never know this is a person you have never met before, but anyway, aside from that um another issue is that many of uh many people that are looking for love and a relationship are not ready for it, and um mm. you know first, mm-hmm. you need to get. It. Uh, find a trusted root worker and get a reading because you need to identify what needs to be done. And, you know, sometimes we're not only readers, we're psychologists because people come to us and they start telling us everything that has happened to them or that, you know, they feel and stuff, and you're looking at it from the outside. You have never met this person before. So you tell them not only what you see on the card, what you feel in your psychic reader, and also your life experience. So we end up being actually more helpful than it was originally thought of. We're not just telling them the future. We're advising them and counseling them. So one of the things, yeah, one of the things I usually uh, want to make sure my clients do is to be in the proper state of mind for uh, getting someone, you know, finding someone. Um, Because if you do a spell for, uh, you know, a client, and you put all your energy into the spell and your sweat and tears, and you, you know, because every spell is not identical. Every spell is individual. It might have a candle, a pink candle, but the work that you put into it, the herbs that you use, uh, you know, um, like the tones that you use, everything is different for everyone according to their need. So I feel that um, instead of wasting the client's money, we need to find out in what state of mind they're in. So, um, and the main problem that I found with people in romantic relationships is that they're not ready. So, even though they really want one, and there are many reasons for wishing to be in a relationship, I think the main reason people want a, a relationship is because of loneliness. And, you know, uh, then you fear you're never going to find someone that will love them. Um And these reasons are based on misconceptions and insecurities. And those are not solid foundations to build a good relationship. You know, when we grow up, we're told by others, and this could be either family, friends, or kids at school. I mean, little kids can be terrible. And they tell each other things that, you know, people continue to grow up with these feelings like, oh, yeah, I'm so skinny, I'm never going to find anybody, you know, I'm uh, I'm a skeleton, or I'm fat, I'm too fat, I'll never find anyone, and my nose is big, and, you know, my hair, and we start really doing a job on ourselves. So um, I feel that the main thing that we need to do before starting any work or looking for anyone is to assess ourselves. And, you know, sometimes you have trauma. There's many types of trauma. So if you need professional help to get over your trauma, do that thing wrong. I usually tell my clients if I see that they really had awful life, get some counseling as well as doing the magic. The magic is not going to be effective if you're, you know, you know, in a funk, really. So that's the, the first thing that I tell my clients. Um, and also, you know, we have, everybody has a type. You know, I like tall guys with one pair of blue eyes, or I like the the dark and mysterious guys, you know, or the woman, I like a curvy woman, I like the slim woman. We all have a type. When we see our type, we focus on them, laser on that person that you don't know them. So getting in a relationship with your ideal person depends on how you're received by them. Not only what you want is what they're looking for. And this can be devastating for some people. If the person that they focus on doesn't really respond, then that adds to your trauma. So we mm-hmm. need to be, yeah, we need to be, to have common sense. And you know, first of all, we have to, we have to be positive about this because we attract what we put out. So if you're positive about yourself and people in general and you have peace with yourself, when you're looking for love, you will not search from a place of desperation. You will search from a, a place of I am good, I am pretty, I am a catch, I am good. There must be somebody out there. Let's look for it rather than I want a man that can support me or I want a woman that will you know, be with mm-hmm. me and love me no matter what and stay home and have my babies
1: and cook my meals, okay? That doesn't work. You Can I just jump in here? I, yes. You, you put out something here which is really valuable information. People come to me often. They have a type. There is a type. In mm-hmm. fact, if I read for some of these people... For years, they will send me photographs, and uh, I keep them on file in a manila envelope for, or manila folder, rather, for each person. And I'll go, which one was this? I have to label the photos. because mm-hmm. Person after person will match yeah. that exact same type, the exact same mm-hmm. skin color, head shape, even the kind of clothing that they wear. And I go, oh, was this wow. Rob? No, no, that was Willie. Oh, is this one? Are you, is, are you want me to read about Willie? No, no, I don't even remember Willie. No, this is this is Sean. and I'm like, oh my gosh. But this, and I'm just giving one and woman in this example. But mm-hmm. these people will pick out the same type over and over and over again, which is interesting. I just, I'm not saying that's bad or good. I'm just saying it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But what happens is sometimes people have a type more firmly in mind than their actions. Like the woman I just mentioned. She's just a middle-aged lady who wants boyfriends, and she's fine. As mm-hmm. long as they all match her type, she's good, as long as they don't um, transgress or cheat or whatever it is as her limit. But there's another kind of person, and you were touching on this, who has a type so firmly in focus that once they find someone of that type, they won't let go even though the person rejects them.
3: Right. Mm. And they
1: become obsessive and delusional. I know he's sending me secret messages through Facebook, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. fine to have a type and say, you know, well, I want a man who's on the thin side and has facial hair, whatever it is that rocks your boat, you know, but you shouldn't say, I have met a man who is thin and has facial hair and he must be my husband, because Mm he means my type. So there's a distinction there. Remember, God made many, many thin men with facial hair, right? (laughs) (laughs) And they're all different. (laughs) And they're all different, each one. They're all different. Yeah, but it is interesting to see people pick the same type over and over when you're a reader for, you know, years and years, and you've been receiving photos, um, Mm -hmm. you know, by email and then by Cell phones since the nineties, and you see this ladies Mm -hmm. with the same type, Um, and it's interesting. Also, men, gentlemen, they'll pick the same type of woman over and over and over again, and um, and I now have had to. I label them all. Every photo must be labeled because I may be three years out of date. Oh (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, but but don't get so hung mm -hmm. up on the type that you that you insist that. And by the way I'm not a believer that if you have a certain type you're like I'm not a believer that your god's going to send you something completely that you weren't expecting and you're going to love it anyway that mm. just means that, that type wasn't that important to you in other words mm-hmm. if you right. say I must have a tall uh lady with blonde hair you know down to her butt and um she must wear very feminine makeup and tight mm-hmm. dresses and okay. instead you meet and fall in love with a little you know, short, dumpy, potato-digging lady, Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. That just means you were more flexible than you thought you were. (laughs) This -hmm.
2: is is such an incredibly important conversation, too. And I think uh, any root worker that does love work for a client recognizes that there is an element of unlearning, undoing the restrictions we put on our heart. This is something that I've seen in particular, and it seems, to get, it seems to have gotten worse over the years. Maybe I'm just getting older, right? but it seems <laughs> like it's gotten worse over the years in that uh, clients seem more and more inflexible around type. I always tell clients, physical attraction is important sexual attraction is important. I mean I mean Kat and I are Tauruses, right? Like sex matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sexual attraction matters. You, you you know, you want someone you can fuck and who will fuck you and who will you know, you you mm-hmm. have that that wit. But that is not limited to what you imagine your type is. Because more often than not, our type is a sort of idealized fiction that we create mm-hmm. about ourselves. And sometimes it deals it, it deals with certain things like traumas like, oh, my ex was horrible, but now I'm fixated on blondes or whatnot. So I tell clients that when we, when, we create a, when we start love work, what we always do is create a list, and then I have them revise the list. And those who have listened on the show will hear me say it. Take three days, write down a list, and then the next day go in and redact. Don't add, redact. Things that don't matter. Stop crossing them off. Mm-hmm. By the third day, you will actually distill to an essence. There's a difference between writing a list that says, I want a person who is financially stable and generous versus I want a person who drives a Mercedes Benz and makes mm-hmm. $600,000 a year. One mm-hmm. is more meaningful and significant and gets to the essence of what you truly desire and the other is more mm-hmm. superficial. So the physical right. matters, but you want to get to the essence of what you're attracted to rather than... I need a person who's six foot and looks like this and has this color hair. I want a girl that has this type. Like, that's not actually what you're attracted to. Instead, say, I want a person who is physically, who I'm sexually attracted to, physically attracted to, who's sexually and physically attracted to me, who we have great chemistry, great sex. That's what, that's, that essence is way more meaningful and will have a higher chance of success than saying, I want someone who is brown haired brown eyes, and exactly 5'7". So I always tell people, mm-hmm. essence,
1: get to the core of what really, really right. attracts you. Right. Yeah, JD because, said something in the in the chat I want to pick up on, and he's a, a good thinker here. He said, this reminds me of clients who are obsessed with celebs because it is their type, okay. and right, to which right. I would say vice versa, they are imprinted on the celebrity type, Almost like baby ducklings, you know, like they—that's what they grow up around. You know, when I when I was growing up in the nineteen fifties, and Mama E can confirm.
4: Remember mm-hmm. all those
1: tall, thin cowboys on the TV? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I imprinted on yeah. them. I was like, I got to have a tall, thin cowboy. That's what I want. Right. Then I found out they were—they <laughs> were not interested in short Jewish girls. You know, so. <laughs> I went away from them, um, but you know, every once in a while, I'd have. I mean, I'd get involved with something, I oh, it's you know, like it's like you know, James Arness, it's Gary Cooper, it's whatever, you know. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but 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 you know, you you don't have to be exclusively imprinted on what you grew up, the celebs you grew up about yes. around.
2: that that's the key word what you just said right there. I think that's the most important word: exclusive.
1: You can be attracted,
2: right. you can have a type, but when it becomes exclusive, you start to put restrictions on your heart, on your opportunities for happiness. You keep going after the same type and you keep ending up, maybe maybe yeah. try something different. Maybe try something a yep. little bit different. That exclusion thing mm-hmm. is very uncomfortable, I think, for me. People, like you could be attracted to certain people, but when you start to
4: exclude
2: people and you start to create these little boundaries around your heart and your love, that's when you end up in, like, really bad areas. You start crossing up with your love. You start jinxing your love. You start creating Mm -hmm. really bad patterns and behaviors, and you end up being miserable for years on end, right? People who say, oh, well, I can't date anyone who's, you know, who's got brown hair. I'm not going to date Jewish girls. That is a really... Weird ass thing to say. I'm so sorry. If you think that way, you're setting yourself up for fail. You're also probably a pretty bad person if you start excluding people by race, ethnicity, et cetera.
1: But uh,
2: you're really setting yourself up for misery. Exclusion. I think, Kat, you said that like, that key word right there. It's yeah, a exclusion. To have a type, but when you
1: exclude, and I, I just want to, I want to throw another note here, which is for smell, which is what I consider mm. um, to be the greatest sense. A Taurus. Has yeah yeah yeah. Um, uh, it's a Taurus thing. I mean, and Scorpios too, probably, probably. Mm-hmm. But there are. I mean, like Virgos, if they smell you, they run. You know what I mean? But Tauruses <laughs> will mate and bond with someone based on that person's body odor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just Touch Touches touch also really important for Tauruses. Yeah, Taurus. Body? Taurus is also touch. Yes, touch. Uh-huh. It has to
2: feel good to our mm-hmm. hands, right? It has to feel mm-hmm. good to our skin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what well, about what about you, Mama E? It, does that does <laughs> smell or touch mean a lot to you?
3: Smell, smell. There yeah. you go. And what smell sign are you, Mama E?
1: Important.
3: I'm an Aquarius. Aquarius, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know I'm kumbaya. I'm good with everybody. But um, yeah, right. It's right.
1: Aquariuses, is very are, important. aquariuses are Aquariuses yeah. are so. Inclusive, but I'm sure that what's important to you is their mind, and that they are intelligent. Oh
3: God,
1: yes, and their sense mm-hmm. of humor, both. And their sense of humor, like okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so one way to one way to find that... true love. Oh, I want to say one way to find true love is to look for the zodiac signs that appeal to you and replicate <coughs> that over and over again. Um, If you're in the searching mode, you know, like if you find yourself hitting it off with Leos or whatever it might be, you know, and Capricorns, whatever it is that rocks you, you know, Mm -hmm. just repeat until you find the right one, because it will be once you kind of focus in on that, you'll find there are. Just picking a sign at at large Capricorns. There are short Capricorns, tall Capricorns, whatever. But it's Mm -hmm. there's something there that is um, not the physical type, but there's Mm -hmm. a um, a zodiacal type that. And what I always recommend to people looking for true love: find out where your Venus is. And then Mm -hmm. you want the points that are trying to that, the points that's conjunct that, and so forth. And we'll also find out where your moon is with relation to your sun, and try dating people whose sun is where your moon is or where your Venus Mm. is or something like that, if you can.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also, one really great strategy for drawing in true love is to lean on the strength of your sign. So astrology can provide you with insight of the future, it can tell you a plan like a, hey, this person's Venus sign matches your Venus sign. This person's sun matches your moon. So you can find compatibility there. But it also gives you a strategy for how to start attracting love. So every sign has a particular strength. For Tauruses, wearing earth tones works really well. Mm-hmm. Scent works really well. Making a home-cooked meal is an incredibly powerful way mm-hmm. of attracting someone. So like making a date where you can make a home-cooked meal. Um if you're a Scorpio, maybe you should go to an escape room of some sort or some type of adventure <laughs> along that line, or or a, or a detective date, right? Uh, every sign has something that works really well for them, that they have a really great uh, strength to. And playing to that strength, wearing the colors of that sign, um, will help you to attract the person that is right for you. So, for example, if you're a Gemini, Gemini's are always going to be incredibly charming when it comes to conversation So skip the small talk. Get into the deep philosophical questions. Ask a million and one questions during the day. That's going to be your strength. So learn what the strength of your son is on that. Find what the color of your sign is. Start to wear that. Find locations that are good for your sign. Right? If you're someone like uh, a Taurus, you're going to find people uh, going on picnic and gardens. These type of areas are going to be really, really, a a botanical garden. You're going to find a date there. Right? These are going to work really well for you. So finding your strength of the sign and playing to that is a really good strategy to draw in true love.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's That's really, that's absolutely right. Now, we're also going to talk about some of the magic involved in how to get and draw true love. And um, so I'm going to say here that one of the most important things is to uh, learn to do visualization. I'm not a great fan of visualization magic as a standalone. But when it comes to finding love, it really helps to visualize or envision someone. Um, imagine them vaguely. Don't try to get, like, you know, don't say, oh, it must be Jennifer Lopez or no one at all, you know, or whatever. Um, just try to get a sort of a vague image of what you're uh, thinking about. And, um, and then, you know, before you go to sleep, just imagine that person coming toward you or... Using a candle flame, imagine that person coming toward you. These are very simple visualization techniques that can help. But the best advice I have for visualization magic is as you meet people, I I call it the sifting process. Look at them and see, is this person even within 10% of what I'm looking for as my type or my whatever? And then see if you can drift closer to them. See if they smell good. See if if they are friendly. You know, mm-hmm. it depends on what you want. And um, and then smile. And just all I'm saying is just smile. And if you're a female, brush your hair back. Just brush your hair back off your face. That's a <laughs> female courtship gesture. If you're a man, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Just sort of smile. And then see what happens. If they don't smile, if they turn away, if they just you know look down, move on. It's there's billions of people out there, okay? So that's Mm -hmm. just a visualization technique that I use before I even do anything with focused magical spells. Mm -hmm. See,
3: I I feel that um, feeling defeated after dating several people or trying to get close to several people is the worst thing that you can do to yourself because then you fall into the desperation, and then mm-hmm. all the fears come back. Feel, seem alone, I'm too old, I'm not good enough, I'm not attractive enough. And that will, uh, you know, it will be uh, a sabotage. You sabotage yourself and the possible relationship. You know, one of the things that I um, I find with some of my clients is that they have someone. In this case, let's say, They have this guy that they've been in a relationship with for like 10 years. And the man strays. And he decides he is going to move in with this other woman. And uh, my client, who got really uh, mistreated by him emotionally and, you know, shoved aside, insists on getting back Mm. to him. And the guy doesn't care. He doesn't care. And as much as you try to explain it to them and try to focus it from different aspects and the cards are telling you, you know, it's going to end up in the tower, okay? You know when the tower comes up, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to fall. And um, they insist and they insist. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's people's self-esteem issues and previous, you know, um, disappointments that have left this person feeling inadequate. Um, I always, uh, Conjurement talked about uh, writing things down. I'm the number one list giver in the world. I'm always telling people, write a list, write Mm -hmm. a positive and a negative list, or also journal. Journaling, to me, is extremely helpful. So I tell them to just get in a beautiful place that feels comfortable to them and start writing the things that come to mind. Because if you're in a quiet place, your spirits will talk to you, whether you realize it or not. And you think, oh, I'm getting this thought. It's just, you know, your your guardian angel, your spirits are telling you things, bringing, telling you, girl, don't be a fool. So write down what you think, and then read it later. And, you know, do something to clear your blockages. Um, Like I said before, go for counseling if you need to. Talk to a relative. You know, uh, many of us have a best friend or a relative that we can share. And, you know, they can give you advice that is separate from what you tell yourself. Now, I'm a great uh, believer in uncrossing. Take love crossing baths. Take uncrossing baths. And mm-hmm. clear yourself before you start mm. anything. Clear the field. I mean, that is just logic. You have to start from a clean slate. So start doing that and you know, if they want to do internet dating, let them do internet dating. That way they can see who they like and who they don't and who, you know, what uh, things a man has and what things this other person has that are disgusting and you can't put up with them. You know, you either love them or hate them. So that will give you some experience. But like Kat said to start this, watch out. Be careful. Um Be careful of your environment if you're meeting someone. Make sure it's in a public place where there are other people. Don't go to anyone's house. You never know them. So until you know this person after a while, then you can start going to private places, but always go to public places. So basically, we all have the chance to find true love if that's what we want. You know, if you're content and happy being single, more power to you. You don't have to have a mate. You can have friends. You can have whatever, but you don't have to have a mate. But never, ever, ever hide at home. Like I'm waiting for Amazon to bring me my guy. You know, I'm going (laughs) to sit here and put it out into the universe. And, you know, universe Amazon is going to deliver the guy at the door. It's not going to happen. But, you know, that's my initial feeling towards it. Don't allow your fears and insecurities to block you. Clean yourself, uncross yourself, cross your home, because you might be living in an environment that is not uh, conducive to bringing anyone in it. Some people live with family members that create chaos in their life, stay away from chaos, you know? So it's it's there, it's there, but we have to, you know, try to find it with common sense and precaution. Be
1: careful, always be careful. Yeah. yeah there's that, a, you know, watch it's watch interesting that we are talking a lot about um, precaution because people think mm-hmm. it's so simple. You know, will I find love this year? There's so much that goes into answering that question. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for love? Have you moved on from past disappointments? Is the person mm-hmm. who you are moving toward free and you know, I always say, you know, have they filed for divorce yet? <laughs> <You> know, <never. laughs> um, I just posted in the chat the first verse lyrics to a song. that uh, was actually written by Art Neville, but the recording that made a hit was the Uniques. It's called All These Things from 1966, and I have referred to it as the Taurus National Anthem. And uh, <laughs> uh, I, I hope you all get a kick out of it because this is the tourist national anthem. You can look tube, the Uniques, all these things. Nineteen sixty six. Um, every every person and every sign has a different uh, desire. I
3: do.
2: Oh, I think we lost Miss Cat.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, I think we lost Miss Cat. Can you hear me?
3: Yeah, I can hear right you, back. but I
2: cannot hear okay, her. Okay, good. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll take that care of that. Yeah, uh, Ms. Kat, as Ms. Kat was saying, uh, all the signs have, have their own unique uh, approach to love, their own unique approach to attraction and desire. And hopefully, when she gets back, we can get her to, to finish that job. there. I want to mm-hmm. throw out one practical uh, approach towards. Starting new love, we talk about, for example, being cautious, we talk about being prepared. We also talk about healing mm-hmm. because sometimes there's an element of healing, and I know that Ms. I know that Mama yes. E at the end uh, at the end of our show will be sharing a very cool free spell so you want to sure and stay tuned for that. And one really simple approach that I put is violet leaves. The violet leaves are really fantastic for this type of working, for really kind of healing. You can take them as a bath, Mm -hmm. you can put them in a mojo bag, you can burn them as incense. One great way that you can do is you take violet leaves, you can take, um, because they Mm -hmm. have a sort of heart shape, you can write on there, heal my heart and open it towards new love, crumple it up and add it to some love me incense, put it on an incense thurible or censer, place it on the ground, and then pass through this incense. Three times, oh. letting it waft through your body. And what this will do is heal the hearts of the past love, remove any pain, doubt, and hesitation, and open your hearts towards new love. It's a really great technique for starting a new love, working in new love, and letting the past go.
1: That is beautiful. Uh, that's Welcome good. I just show. got back in to hear most of She's that. Back. I got bumped out. Mm-hmm. Thanks for carrying on. This is becoming a a kind of a mm, blog constant talks. with, with blog talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, we're all back together again. Carry on. Mm-hmm. I'll catch up. <laughs> well you were talking
3: about the uh the different zodiacs and the way that they uh need to be uh addressed to attract.
1: So, um. Yeah, you know that there is something about that. By the way, I I just I do want to finish that thought. I, thanks for mm-hmm. putting me back on yeah. that. Um, you know, I I've mentioned this before on the radio sometime, at least in the last whatever since 2004. I've been a for, rather libertine, free love proponent, it, unless I'm. Monogamous, which is all the time, unless mm-hmm. I'm free. In other words, I'm I'm what's called a serial monogamist, and I'm a completely uptight monogamist, hundred percent locked down in monogamy, mm-hmm. unless I have nobody, in which case, basically, I'll have sex with anyone until I find someone to click with again. Mm-hmm. And I found now it's a little late because I'm not going to be free again. I got I got Nagashiva. We're we're solid, but um, <laughs> yeah. it was interesting to me looking back over the course of my life that in all my love, in all my love life, I have never been naked with a Sagittarius, much mm. less have oh. penis and vagina sex. I have never been naked with a Sagittarius. And I thought, there really is something to astrology. I don't know what, but um, <laughs> that was a really an oddity. And I realized that um, it, it, it just, I mean, you know, and I'm talking like lots of, different men, okay, lots and lots of men, not just a couple, Mm -hmm. not just five, not just 10, not just 20, okay, we're just going to go on and on and on, no Sagittarius, but Mm -hmm. um, also a, a, a disproportionate number of Scorpios and Geminis. So if you have a pattern write down the names of the people that you've been with and their zodiac signs just sun signs that's all you need at this point right you could go farther deeper mm-hmm. where were their moons what, what did you know about them but if you mm-hmm. just write down everybody you ever had a crush on and put them you know make make a little spreadsheet you know 12 signs and then just put down um cute dated went to bed with, mm-hmm. married, had children with, right? <laughs> just fill it in um, with little hash marks, you know. You'll find a pattern. And if you find yourself free, pick the pattern that most pleases you, you know. It's a, it's just a, a shortcut, a mathematical shortcut to finding love. Don't go into the world thinking everybody is going to be equally right for you. They won't right. be. Mm-mm. You no. Know,
3: it's like everything else in life. You're not friendly with every person you know. You right. trust a handful of people with mm. your secrets. And I mean, one thing is to know somebody, another thing is you are my friend, a solid friend. Uh at mm-hmm. least that's how I see it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of another song. Everything reminds me of a song. Um, (laughs) To know, know, know him is to love, love, love him. Uh, Remember that song? Um, Yes. Yeah, so how do you get to know people? Now, oh, by the way, I'm just going to say another thing. This is me, of course, I'm a Taurus. Don't hang back. Don't hang back with your foolish pride or your strange, you know, Rules that you were given, like he has to give me a ring before I kiss him, or anything. Else. Oh yeah. Don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you'll never find anybody who'll meet all of those qualifications. But, um, right. but you know, that reminds me of another song. There was a lot of good advice in some of those old songs. Tell him by the Exciters. Okay. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I know okay. something about love. Oh, yes. my, it's a cute little song. I remember that. Um, you mm-hmm. do. You do need to declare and and don't. Wait to be too late. Don't play games with people's minds. You know, someone says, gee, I, I'd really like to see you next weekend. And you say no because you were taught you have to play hard to get. Bad, bad decision. I hear, yeah. All the time I hear that woman says, well, then well he didn't, he didn't ever call me again. Well, lady, you know, you told him no. He went on to sift through the remaining three and a half billion women on earth, you know. <laughs>
3: You have to understand that, like, Kat, you and I were raised by people that were born in, like, the 20s. That's right. Uh, You know, yeah, it's a whole century ago. So the things we were told growing up, which is the same thing that happens now, whatever we tell our children, by the time they're adults, is going to be completely skewed. So, um you know you have to make your own decisions and do your own research don't just accept everything you were told growing up because the world has changed incredibly as you know in my lifetime it's a completely different world so i can imagine mm-hmm. what's going to happen by the time my grandson uh, you know gets older so uh yeah we have you to we this, this
1: this brings up something else um I'm amazed, and I don't know about you guys, I'll ask you, how many clients come to me who don't have a lot of sex interest, don't want sex at all, don't want children? I feel there's something in the plastic or in the water that is um, (laughs) skewing more. Maybe it's overpopulation. But I also, you know, we're having a love show, and I don't want to just say there are a lot of asexual people around and that yeah. was something during my youth if they were asexual they certainly never mentioned it and I didn't know right. It. Right. have you noticed that too I um, I feel that
3: if there's a lot of um, information on the news and in the internet that scares people um, mm-hmm. they tell you about all the diseases all the things all the illnesses All the pandemics, all the, and, and people are afraid sometimes to interact. And, you know, sex, sex is very intimate. So, um, I think there's a lot of fear of that. As far as not having children, I think the world is in such a mess that many people don't want to bring young babies into this nightmare because we don't know what is going to happen in five or 10 years. And, there's more communication now than when our grandparents, you know, or who lived through the World War, you know, were alive because we know a second after it happened up in, you know, the Middle East that somebody blew something up, we know. And back then, you had to wait months to find out. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh,
1: that's my opinion. Mm-hmm yeah there's a lot going on and and again I, it may be that asexuality was something that was not um spoken of it's when gone. we were yep. young yep. um right. you know it it just didn't it didn't happen but I find a lot of asexual people coming to me. Asking they still want love now that's a you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying there's love in their sex, they still want right. love, but they are searching for an asexual and that's an interesting phenomenon, mm-hmm. and it may have to do with you know previous secrecy about asexuality, or as I said, it may have something to do with um actual contamination of water, air, and um you know plastics and mm-hmm. things like that because that has been shown in the lab to produce asexuality Mm -hmm. in many species and most easily in uh, fish and amphibians if it's in the water, but it also happens in terrestrial animals. So just saying, you know, um, and that doesn't make a person bad, but it may be something that we need to think about as a society, about having better food and water and, um, you know, well, but on the other hand, I could just say just as much. Since people haven't been able to control their reproduction um, mm-hmm. when when they have pure water and food, maybe <laughs> nature is speaking here. Maybe it's just nature speaking. Um, hmm. We do seem to herd. Yeah, well, what nature always, uh, you know, has the last turn. Um, and then another thing I've noticed, and this has been now at least. Twenty-five, thirty years after the end of the AIDS crisis, I began to um, have many more clients who were uh, lesbian, gay, and bisexual. Mm-hmm. They were uh, not so much inclined to be my clients, even though I knew a lot of, of gay, bisexual, and lesbian people in the fifties and sixties and seventies. They usually went to their own readers, not to a, a young, you know, hippie chick like me. It was mm-hmm. not to be spoken of after the AIDS crisis, whether there was so many vacancies in the community caused it all of a sudden those people now were able to come to me and ask for help and um and for readings and for root work. Does that make sense to you too, Mama E in your mm-hmm. experience? Yes, definitely. I mean those people existed, but they they um they were very much um uh, quiet and now they are very much a part of the modern uh, occult and metaphysical movement and speak mm-hmm. out for their love. All right, we have to move on. Um let's okay. have this um uh, turn this over to James.
0: Thank you, Miss Cat. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located on the Now it's time to go to the phones and talk to today's client. Our client is Teresa calling from uh, area code 859 in Kentucky. Teresa, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: Fantastic. Hi, Teresa. And you've, in- Hello. and you've indicated that you've had uh, readings with uh, either Man or miss cat before on this situation, but no other readers. Is that correct?
3: Correct. She's miss cat.
0: Okay, thank you so much. And she writes, my husband has been hexed, jinxed, and it is affecting his health. I will follow miss cat's advice on uncrossing and healing. I believe the person hexing him will continue to do so regularly after the 13 herb bath for uncrossing. What is the best way for me to protect him against the continuous negative energy being sent toward him and blocks bind this person's efforts? Turning it over to you, Ms. Kat.
1: All right. Well, Teresa, since I know you and um, and you're in the Lucky Mojo forum as um, Amber Lamps, um, I <laughs> want to just say I'm not going to read for you now because you've had readings with me, but I really have a lot of of sympathy for the situation that you're in. Your husband's health has been attacked on many levels, many body systems, and there's a lot of trouble. And I just want to say one thing. You said you were going to be going to a doctor soon. There was an appointment upcoming?
3: Yeah, we have an appointment with Mayo
1: Clinic uh, next month. Um, Next month. Along with the okay. other doctors getting regularly. Okay. The reason I say this is um, I don't like us to do readings for people about health problems unless we know that the client, or in this case the client's husband, is actually scheduled for or has received conventional medical treatment. That's, you know, I don't want to be uh, totally out there on a limb. Okay? So oh, we yeah. know that... But I'm going to turn this over to Contraman to do the first reading since I've read before for you. And then uh, Mama E is going to do the second reading, and I will bring in some root work advice. So take it away, Contraman.
2: Yeah, I've pulled three cards here. uh, And the very first card is the moon card, indicating that there is actually more to the situation than has been revealed, and that there are certain things beneath the depth that we should be aware of. Why does this card matter? Because it means that while you've had readings in the past provided a great deal of insight, that some other aspect of this will be revealed soon. In the card, we see two canine figures, a sort of wolf figure and a dog figure, both of them howling up at the moon. And then there's a crawdaddy that is crawling out of the primordial waters, walking a road between two pillars. And that crawdaddy reveals that something that has been in the depths will come out soon. So there may be another aspect of this health situation, another aspect of this uh, circumstance that will be revealed That there is a, there's a, there's something there still in the past that remains unrecognized, untouched, and a bit distant. Uh, the moon's illumination here is cold. The moon's illumination here is distant. The moon only provides just enough light so that you can see in the night, but it never is the true light of the sun here. So what this indicates here is that there is still more. That the, that while in the past you've had great readings, there is another aspect here that you should be mindful of because the next card is the Ten of Wands. The burden hasn't been fully alleviated. And so going forward, there may be another aspect to this that will be revealed and will add to the burden that you're currently dealing with. This card is also a card of advice because it tells us that at some point you must recognize that you can drop the burden. So once Cleansing work is done. One's protection work is done, and you'll be getting some really good root work advice here. There must be an element of letting go that is included here. So I'm going to signpost this. Signpost this for Miss Cat, who will be doing your reading. That any sort of root work should involve an element of sort of letting go at some point, and going, okay, I've done the work. I've cleansed, I've purified, I'm taking practical steps by visiting a doctor, and now I've protected and, and ensured that we're mm-hmm. safe spiritually so that it can't happen again. I'm done. My hands are clean. I'm moving on. Because um, especially circumstances where you're dealing with heavy attack or a heavy situation that lasts a long time, that is chronic, they have a way of lingering. There's a sort of an after effect that we often talk about with cross conditions, jinxes, or just bad luck, in which if you live a long period of time or a long stretch of your time under these circumstances, that even once the circumstances are removed, it's hard to step out of the shadow of that. And we see that with clients who, who after doing root work and cleansing and protection and all that work, a month later will call back, I think I'm jinxed again. What happened? Oh, my car broke down. And it was like, oh, not just an ordinary luck. It's bad. It sucked. But it doesn't, it's not an indication that you're still there. So this is just a very mindful uh, um, approach here, that there is one a recognition that you're not fully done. There's something still in the depths of the water that will be emerging, that this will add to your burdens, but that once you have taken the proper steps, You must let go. And the final card tells us that there is hope here and how you can achieve that, hope, and that is the Knight of Cups, being stalwart, being patient, being unwavering. And this is the knight that is truthful, that is faithful. It is the knight on a quest that has just carried this goblet of water through a desert and has finally reached the oasis from which he can be refreshed. So you are going to come out of this you will be victorious mm-hmm. as long as you remain steady, as long as you remain on the path. And then there will be hope and, and an opportunity to recover and recuperate that will come. It may take a little bit longer than you hope. There is something else that mm-hmm. will be emerging. This also tells us that you need a champion. So,
1: I got bumped out again.
0: <laughs> no. God. I, I think, oh, I think I, you're still there. I think you got bumped at, out.
3: At least I bumped out. He lost
5: the link. Hello? Yes, I think I think you're Hello? correct. We're it was man who got bumped I'm back. Out, And we'll get, we'll get him back
1: in a second. Yeah, it was Conjurman. Oh, my gosh. I got – it dropped – the sound dropped for me, too. I couldn't hear anything. And all of a sudden, boop, it was back. Okay. Okay. Um, can you okay, hear well, Contra man, Yeah, I can hear you, Mama E. Oh, good. Um, all right. I'm so sorry, folks. This is so annoying when this happens. Um so a countryman finished his reading, I think. I mean, he got through the Knight yeah. of cups. So let's go and move on to Mama E's reading. And this will all be edited out later. Okay. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm back. Know. I'm back. Oh, you're oh good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think oh. we're going to move on to Mama yep, E's yep. reading.
2: Okay. As long as we got Thank the you. last card, the Knight of cups, we're good. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: yes we did. We did. Yeah, Okay, Teresa.
3: I pull more cards than uh, you know these two. <laughs> so <laughs> the first card that came up was the six of ones, and that is a victory card. On the left side, I get the chariot taking control, and on the right side, I got death, means a new start, a new beginning. Now, what I feel about your reading is that you're going to a physician. I feel that you will end up with a very good specialist, and this is how you take control of the situation and the chariot, Um, and you will be successful with this uh, doctor. He will change something that is going on with your husband. There's either an eating issue, a medicine issue, something will change that will definitely help you uh, or help him regain his health and to be able to uh, be at peace because then the Four of Swords and it's about finally resting and the Ten of Cups is about getting your wishes. So on that aspect, you're doing the proper thing. Not only is, like I said before, talking about love, it's not all about just mm-hmm. magic. It's magic and professional help. So in this mm-hmm. case, because of the so many different things that the poor man has gone through, medical you know, help is necessary. Now, yeah, the person that did this to you is going to be really angry and sad and crying and throwing a tantrum when her magic is not gonna work anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can rest assured that she's at the nine of swords, She's gonna recline, and uh, I said she, I think it's a she. And also, you're gonna be successful, so she will fight you, but you will be successful. Uh, like Kat said, always protect yourself. Make sure you maintain protection around both of you and your home, and if you have any other children, the children. So uncrush yourself through those thirteen baths that you know you're doing. That will help, but always maintain protection around you because this person, whoever it is, is uh is fixated on you guys. Yeah, for whatever reason. And you know yeah. maybe um, on the other side you can send her some healing because it might be yeah. a mental issue. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys will be fine. You're doing
1: the right thing. You're welcome. Well, that was um, pretty much spot on, and this is why I didn't want to read for Teresa, because I've already read for Teresa. Um, Ah. Thank you, Mama E. You pretty much nailed that one as I know it. Um, I I can say that I know, and I hope Teresa doesn't mind me revealing this, that the person is a family member and a female, Mm. and we'll just leave it at that. Mm. Um, and so you were absolutely spot on, and that person will not go away, and this is part of the Mm -mm. problem, because um, it's been going on for a while, and um, so I'm going to come up with some root work as desired, and this is after the uncrossing and and after you have seen the doctors, and I hope gotten your husband a specialist, because yes. his cluster of symptoms is um, points in several directions at once. But it, I would consider it all under the heading of a metabolic disorder of some sort. Mm. Yeah, and um, metabolic slash neurological. I mean, there's some, there's something going on here. It's a large syndrome may not be a specific disease. Um, so I want you to make sure that everything that he touches, everything that he's around has been blessed and is to his satisfaction. In other words, the foods he eats, the um, the sheets on the bed, everything he touches, everything that you wear. You, I would like you to be sure that you launder these with some, tranquility bath crystals thrown into the uh, laundry rinse water and some healing bath crystals. This is just something that is going to be good. Anytime you um, wash, um, you know, the countertops, just put a little bit Mm -hmm. of tranquility and healing bath salt into the mix that you use. You can, rather than try to make this up and, um, you know, in water and try to keep the water good, just Make up a little concentrate of it, make it into ice cubes and freeze it. Then, when you're going to do a load of dishes or whatever, just throw in a half an ice cube, a small ice cube really small and so okay. that healing and tranquility is in the dishes, healing and tranquillity is in the laundry. Um, these are important steps if you're going to you know um, clean and and wipe counters down or surfaces down, you might also if you if if it can be a soapy surface, you can add a little bit of Chinese wash to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is to clean away evil and, and bring the good. You are going to need protection, but I particularly want to, first of all, make sure that everything that he touches has been prayed over, loved over, made right for him. If something bothers him, you know, if it's if something makes his skin crawl or whatever, because he's got some symptoms here that are worrying. Um, make sure that that it's replaced, just you know, whatever mm-hmm. it needs to be. But this has led to unhealthy eating habits. Again, I as I know this, so whatever he eats and however it's prepared, I want you to prepare it with prayer and love, and particularly the ninety-first psalm. If you don't have time to recite the 91st Psalm over everything he eats, get it written down on a piece of paper and uh, laminate it, you know, on a little square and just put it Mm -hmm. under the plate on which you cut his food up. You see? Just make sure everything, that 91st Psalm is the most protective psalm. And it basically says that things can come around and they will not harm him. There's a real um, difficulty that he has here. And I'm I'm very concerned about that. So um, I would also recommend, besides the 91st Psalm, and I know you, you can't be lighting candles or doing anything like that, so we just want to make sure that the 91st Psalm also can be put under the bed where he sleeps. And so you can, again, write it on paper. Don't tear it out of a Bible and ruin a Bible. Just copy it out off the Internet, right? I like the King James Version. Print it okay. out on a sheet of paper, small as possible. It doesn't need to be big. Laminate it, by which I mean just, you know, put it between two sheets of plastic and seal them or however you're going to do it. Run packing tape mm-hmm. over it front and back. And put it beneath the bed between the box spring and the mattress. Does he sleep on one side more than on the other side? Yeah, yeah. Okay, put it under his side. Um, okay. You also can look up... Um, at Air, the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, there's a page on the mazakim, which are these small demonic disease-causing mm-hmm. elemental, demonic little things. You might want to read about them. Um, mm-hmm. The mazakim are not our friends, and they can cause severe damage. Now, as far as the person who has sent this, and I know who it is, so I, but I don't want to speak about it. Um, I think it's time to put her in a mirror box or between two mirrors mm-hmm. or put her in a freezer. Mm-hmm. So get her picture. You can um, put her in water and um, and a little bit of vinegar and stuff like that and freeze her into a block of ice in the freezer, wrap it up in aluminum foil and keep her there. It'll last for about a year, but it'll you'll have to do it again usually after a year. Mm -hmm. Or you can put it between two mirrors. And uh, you can look on uh, my website um, or in the book Bottle Up and Go. There's a lot of mirror spells in the book Bottle Up and Go. And I would just, uh, rather than get into all the elements of a mirror spell, you just want to have Mm -hmm. her uh, in a mirror so that any evil that she does comes back to her. Mm -hmm. You'll know this because... She already has shown herself one who um when mentioned by name she will call right she she's she's aware let's just put it that way am I correct in that you know mm-hmm. she yeah. she yeah, she knows she yeah, so you want to um exclude her much as you can i do not believe based on my former readings and these readings here that you can reform her but what conjure said was something really good just drop her drop the burden just drop it um, if she comes back and is reformed it will be on her own doing you cannot force her to reform okay so, I hope that was some good advice for you. You can always reach us through the Lucky Mojo forum. And um, uh, this time I heard the music. Thank you, Nagashi. <laughs> good luck to you, Teresa. All right, next is our network identification and the tritone of doom, uh, followed by the MC. free spell.
5: You're listening to the LMC Radio Network, broadcasting out of Forestville, California, on the World Wide Web at LuckyMojo.com. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hooter Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman, Sundays, 3 to 430 Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places with Reverend Art and Reverend James. Mondays, 4 to 5.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. In syndication, Tuesdays. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Lafay, In syndication, Tuesdays. The Now You Know Show with Professor Porterfield. In syndication, Wednesdays. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Deborah Voigt, Thursdays, four to five all time specific at three hours for Eastern sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at luckymojo.com.
0: Announcements about those upcoming shows on the LMC Radio Network. Monday, February 12th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places will be another fine show for everyone. And Tuesday, February 13th on the Crystal Silence League in syndication will be the topic of the Astral Tower Part Four. And Tuesday, February 13th on the Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron in syndication with Miss Elvira and Phoenix Lafay will be the topic on Overview of the Tarot. And Wednesday, February 14th, on the Now You Know Show and Syndication with Professor Porterfield, will be the topic of Restoring Nature and the Dill Leaf. And Thursday, February 15th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Witch, the Priestess, in the Cauldron with Miss Elvira and Deb Boyce will be the topic, Reiki and Other Forms of Energy Healing. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, Mama E of conjuradoctor.com in Los, Los Angeles, California. Take it away, Mommy.
3: Thank you. As I have previously said, um, that the person has to be in a better place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to improve the chances to be successful in finding true love. So I came up with a little love and crossing or bath. Uh, And, you know, this is um, a very little uh, herb bath uh, recipe so that you can take it before going online and trying to find, you know, uh, your true love. So, um, as far as measurements, a couple of tablespoons of each of these herbs should give you enough for several uh, herb baths. So, um, what you will need is bay leaves. And all these things can be crushed, uh, you know, cut and sifted or crushed. Although bay leaves, you can boil, you know, uh, whole. So bay leaves really red rose petals. And this can be either uh, fresh or dry. Lavender flowers, hyssop, and that uh, can also be, uh, you know, uh, dried, grew, uh, and lemongrass. And uh, take all those herbs and pray on the mix. Uh, once you have it all together, you thank the spirits of each plant for their assistance in granting you the energy. Then use the mix as a customary hulu or bath by making a tea, straining the earth, and using the essence for your bath. I'm sure that everyone that listens to this show knows how to take a hudu bath, uh, which you can take uh, after you shower, mixing some of this uh, uh, tea with some of the water of the shower to make it uh, a good temperature. And after you take your shower, uh, you move the nozzle away from you, and then you dump this tea uh, over you. And always try to catch a little bit of the the water that comes off your body uh, because that has to be thrown outside after your shower. So um, next to that, after you uncross yourself, and, you know, I would recommend that this is done with time, not just wash it. Um, Usually, hoodoo baths are done first thing in the morning. I'm not a first thing in the morning kind of person. So I do my, uh, my tootoo bath before I go to bed. And that way I sleep with that essence on me all night. But that's my personal choice. You can do it after you have done the love on crossing. I would say the next day you can start working on uh, a true love sugar jar. Now, uh, the one that I, uh, the picture that is posted of myself, I got a jar, a glass bottle jar in the shape of a heart, which is really cute. And, uh, I just thought this would be, you know, typical and good for Valentine's Day. And, and you get it at, you know, Michael's or any place like that. They're not expensive. So. What you need is a clear glass bottle or jar about three inches high. It doesn't have to be huge. If you can get one with a metal lid, go ahead. Those are better. Then you need a small total of yourself, about two by two inches. A bottle of true love oil. And then a quarter cup of sugar. And I got regular white sugar. Or if you prefer honey, and even carol syrup, the clear one, because that one doesn't harden like, um, you know, the honey. Red rose petals, this could be fresh or dried. The ones in my picture are dried. Um, lavender flowers, calamus root cut, dry and cut. A small candle or two chime candles, as in the picture and of course, candle holders. Then um, you print a photo of yourself uh, and write your petition on the back, true love oil, and fold it three times while turning it to the right. Place the photo at the bottom of the jar. Basically, it's a little petition paper with your face on it. Fill one third of the jar with sugar if you prefer, you can use honey or taro, uh, clear carol. Add the rest of the ingredients in layers. I left the red rose petals at the top uh, because it looked prettier. That's why I did it. Uh, add some of the true love oil and save the rest. Depending on the jar or bottle you're using, you will have to burn the candle on top of the metal lid, two chime candles at either side of the bottle. My my bottle had a cork at the top, so I chose the two little chime candles. Rub the candles with the true love oil. Of course, you want to rub the oil towards the tip, towards, you know, the wick. Place the cell on a plate in case any wax spilled, and I chose a red plate. Uh, once the candles are lit, pray on your You can use your own words and include this line from Sons of Solomon. I am my beloved and his or her desire is for me. After the candle's finish burning, place the jar in a high place like a shelf or a bookcase for a week. On the eighth day, you may bury it near a flowering bush by the front of your home. If this is not possible, just leave it on the shelf and light a small tea light on it every week or the little chime candles. And this can be done as long as you want. You can also use rose quartz, if you want, around the jar, uh, the bottle, or even inside,
1: if you so All right. Well, we're out of time, Mama E. That was thorough thorough and beautiful, and the entire spell is in the chat, so you can find it. I'm going to turn this over to James, and he's going to talk real fast now. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjure Man, and thank you, Mama E of com in Los Angeles, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when we will have Deborah Voice of com in Wisconsin bringing us the topic of working with... <laughs> Healing spirit. Once again, we come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forest Hill, California. You can find the Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Contra at Contra Consulting.com in Mission VA Hill, California. I'm announcer Reverend James joining you from FolkConjure.com in North Carolina. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Block Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. <laughs> 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And the shows are available in our via luckymojo.com forward slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you hear, when you hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Ball. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> he made it! That
5: was very cool. That so
1: <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you. And thank you, Mama E. And um, well, that was good. Um, we'll be back we'll be back next week and I want to draw particular attention to the Witch of the Priestess the Cauldron's overview of the Tarot that's going to inaugurate their beautiful Tarot series which I think everyone's going to want to listen to it's a great series uh, and uh, teach you a lot it will come up in uh, weekly installments All right. phew (laughs) and we still have a couple of bars of music left to go Hmm. And
2: good
1: night.
5: Bye. Bye
2: Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. At Arizona State University, we offer a variety of programs online designed and taught by a renowned faculty to empower your success. That's why 87% of ASU Online graduates stated they were promoted or received an increase in salary after earning their degree. Visit
1: asuonline.asu.edu.
4: Can I give you 30 bucks to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I, and right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I'll give you an instant $30 discount. That's 59% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body. And let me give you a $30 instant discount right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscore named Best Fitness app. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and get a $30 instant discount to save 59%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I